Get your fill of baseball news and beer reviews at foulballarea.com. Follow our blog for the latest news around the baseball world and read about some of our favorite ballpark beers. Tune into the podcast every Wednesday as we take a deep dive into the topics of the day. Stay connected by signing up for our mailing list or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Foulball Area. Now, here's today's episode of the Foulball Area Podcast with Matthew Atkins and Trey Lyle. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the latest episode of the Foulball Area Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Atkins, alongside Trey Lyle, and we've got a lot of baseball to talk about this week as we get into spring training. Games have begun. We are seeing our first look at new players on new teams. A lot of stuff going on around the world of Major League Baseball, a lot of stuff going on around college baseball. And even amateur baseball as well as we get into uh, summer leagues coming up, a little bit of summer league news uh, here and there. A lot going on across all levels of baseball. And we're going to break it down, Trey. Uh, throwing something at you, what's been your favorite part of the first week of spring training games? Seeing Juan Soto in pinstripes. That's what I thought. That's what I thought you would say. I mean, when he hit that homer, it, I watched it like 10 times in a row. It was incredible. Yeah. I was like, that's when it kind of got real. It's like, you know, a slimmer Giancarlo Stanton, you know, Aaron Judge and Juan Soto in a lineup. Pretty good. That's I'm trying. Pretty exciting. I am doing my best to try to temper my expectations. <laughs> that MGM has the Yankees as a co-favorites. And I was like, nah, they can't be. For the World Series? For the AL with Houston. Okay. Okay. Which we'll get in. Oh, you know what? And you know what? Also, maybe feel spring training. Guess what? Hit my bank account. Guess what? Uh, I got a charge for today. What? MLB.tv. So we are. Oh ready man, to go. I bet I did too. Then. Uh, <laughs> all right. It, it just popped up on my phone. So. Back at it for another year. Yeah, that's worth it though. Worth it, you know, especially for for us where we don't live in our favorite teams' markets. If you watch like fifty games, that's like what ten bucks a game. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. The only thing I don't like is, you know, the Braves are in the same division as the Nationals. And I guess you have to deal with it with the Orioles playing the Yankees that they play each other so much that whenever they play, can't watch those games. And uh, I don't get Masson down here in Richmond. I don't know what that's about. So I use my parents account to watch Madison. Smart. Might Which, have to look into that. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, that's NBC uh, Washington that got booted out from monument whatever it's called never mind that's a side topic let's uh let's just keep talking baseball yeah uh before we get too deep into the spring training conversation want to go over some college baseball uh recaps reports from the past weekend and looking ahead to this coming weekend starting with our alma mater virginia tech uh, a couple weeks ago we had evan hughes on the podcast to preview the virginia tech baseball season and he was really optimistic uh really looking forward to this season thought that this team reminded him a lot of the 2021 or 2022 team i should say uh which has a was a historic year for virginia tech baseball um and he thinks that this team could recreate some of that success they've gotten off to a six and two start they swept rhode island over the past weekend and they won at radford on tuesday uh so far in their eight games they've scored in double digits five games so far so they are hitting the ball and hitting it far a lot of home runs a lot of runs scored by the Hokies early on in the season, and they host Stony Brook this weekend in Blacksburg. Uh, the UVA Cavaliers, they are 7-0 and on the season. They went undefeated at the Jacks College Baseball Classic this past weekend. That included a win over then number 18 Iowa. Iowa has since dropped out of the D1 Baseball Top 25 poll. 
and current number 23, Auburn. So two big wins for UVA last weekend, and they will host UMass in Charlottesville this coming weekend. JMU is 5-3 and three on the season so far. They swept Fairfield last weekend, and they host Cornell this coming weekend in Harrisonburg. They also got a midweek win against Virginia Tech last uh, Wednesday or Tuesday. So good win for the Hokies, or good win for the Dukes against the Hokies last week, and they have a big series against Cornell in Harrisonburg this weekend. So some of the Virginia schools off to pretty good starts. Obviously, we're rooting for Virginia Tech to have another great year. They've got some really talented players on this team, uh, but college baseball is just every year it gets more fun to me, and uh, it's probably because I pay more attention to it every year than I did in previous years, but it's just a really fun sport to watch. Yeah, I was going to say um, Stony Brook, a good match of Virginia Tech. That's been a perennial NCAA tournament team. Um, yeah, two big ring wins for UVA. Not shocked by that. Um, you know, if, if we want to go even bigger, I mean, the best team in college baseball is south of us in at Wake Forest. You know, so it's uh, it's interesting to see. And uh, I know we're not gonna touch on this, but uh, it was announced. You know, if we want to, I guess this is technically not college baseball. We're about to talk spring training, but it made me think about that. Obviously, Paul Skeens was the star of college baseball last year. And I believe coming up either today or tomorrow, or it was today or tomorrow, um, Jackson Holiday was set to start for the Orioles in the lineup. And that means um, he'll take on Paul Skeens of the Pirates. So, yeah, big matchup you know, one there. Picks going, at, going against each other. That, so that, that will set you up for your transition to talk about spring training. How about that? Yeah, there you go. Spring training. Uh, the games have gotten underway, been going on for about a week now. We had a full slate of games last weekend, and we've seen some pretty big moments. Like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, new faces on these teams, especially with the Los Angeles Dodgers. They're two big or two of their big acquisitions over the offseason. They had so many, it's hard to keep track at this point. But two of their biggest acquisitions over the offseason made their spring training debuts. This week, that's Shohei Otani and Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Great debuts from both of them. Shohei Otani hit a home run in his Dodger debut, and Yamamoto pitched two scoreless innings on the mound for the Dodgers, giving up just one hit and striking out three batters. So good start to spring training. Uh, obviously, we expect these guys to have really good years, but it's always exciting the first glimpse you see of them, especially I'm sure Dodgers fans are really excited to see, uh, to, to get a, a sneak peek of what they can expect this season with those two guys. Yes. Yes. I mean, they're, they're going to be the favorites. Uh, watching Shoei Otani still just hit bombs is incredible. Um, yeah. Freddie Freeman, Shohei Otani and Mookie Betts. Good luck. And I mean, Yamamoto could be their front end starting pitcher by the end of the year. I mean, he, he looked be. incredible. I mean, he is scheduled to be their opening day starter. That is kind of the plan because they're playing in Korea to open up the year, and it makes sense uh, to to start him. And so, I'm pumped. I mean, that was I'm pumped to see him pitch and see Otani, you know, get this spotlight that he deserves. You know, it, yeah. it should be fun. I. I'm more excited for Otani in October than I am, but I'm excited to see Yamamoto's for like that soul series between, you know, one of the best rivalries in baseball right now, you have Padres Dodgers and the fact it's in, you know, Seoul, South Korea. So that's going to be right. 
It's called the Soul Series or the Korea yeah. Series. Well, same I thing. think I think it's the Soul Series. It's, it's going to be really exciting. Yeah. Where the Olympics used to be, or the Olympics were. Yeah, that's going to be a really exciting series when that rolls around. Cool that they're doing that uh, to to kick off the season. Obviously, not the traditional opening day, but the first real games of the season taking place over there in Korea. Um, that's going to be really exciting. Uh, I I you know. I like watching Shohei Otani play just as much as anybody else does. I like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy watching Yamamoto pitch uh, once the season rolls around. Uh, I think that the Dodgers, as much as I don't want them to win the National League, I think they're gonna be a really good team and they're gonna be really exciting to watch. So I am excited. You know, it, people. You know when you're gonna hate it? When they play the Braves in the NLCS. In, yeah, that's when I'll hate it. Uh, people, I've come to realize and. I think sports fans just realize this all the time. People don't like greatness. Um, I feel like we yes. talked about this a couple of weeks ago oh with Patrick God. Mahomes. Say with LeBron, you say with the, LeBron like, James, the Patriots. I mean, and so you got this Dodgers team who is obviously we haven't seen them in a regular season game yet, but it could on be paper, the great, one of the best teams ever. On paper, they could be one of the best teams ever. So naturally, Major League Baseball accounts that cover major league baseball they're gonna post about this team and people are already getting really annoyed with it i i saw a post of yamamoto making his debut pitching today and all the comments were just annoyed at how much mlb is posting about the dodgers saying that they need to stop posting post another team stop talking about the dodgers but you know hey, what they're hey, gonna people be a great complaining team. you know you know where baseball is bigger than it is in america you know what you know what <laughs> japan like, it, its biggest sport is is Baseball in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you got two of the best Japanese players on one team. You gotta you gotta market them as much as you can. They're just gonna be so good and people just need to deal with it, you know? You're gonna watch. You're gonna watch because they are going to be one of the best teams this year, maybe one of the best teams of all time. So you're gonna watch, you gotta deal with it. That that's just that's that's what happens when you have a team this good. Sorry about it. <laughs> uh, I mean, if, other players, if MLB had their way, it'd be a Dodgers Yankees World Series. Like, of course, like, absolutely, it absolutely would. Other players making debuts on new teams this year. Chris Sale made his spring debut for the Braves. I was a little worried about this move when they made it over the off season. You know, it, it high upside, but how much can you really get out of Chris Sale? He looked good in his debut. He only pitched two innings, but two scoreless innings. No runs, no hits, no walks, four strikeouts. Uh, struck out each batter in the second inning. Got up to 97 miles an hour with the fastball. So pretty good debut from Chris Sale. Uh, again, only two innings, but it's spring training. You don't want him out there throwing too much. So he looks good right now. Uh, we'll see if he can stay healthy. We'll see if he can keep this up uh, once we get into the regular season. So how do you feel about the signing now? I feel eh. a little bit better. Eh. Better. Eh. So you're like... I'd say... I'd say thumbs up right now. Oh, so it's all the way up. I would have said it's like at a 45-degree angle going. Three quarters, yeah. Yeah, three, I mean, three quarters. You're like a... Yeah, I don't know. You know, like I said, I think there's a high upside here. It's just you, you don't really know what you're getting with him because he's been injured the past couple of years. He's a little bit older now. The The upside is very high. So we'll have to see uh, how this one turns out. Uh, Cody Bellinger who we've talked about the past couple of weeks as one of the top free agents still unsigned as we got into spring training games. 
has found a team for the 2024 season. He is re-signed with the Chicago Cubs. That's what I thought it was going to happen. I thought he was going to end up back in Chicago. He had such a great year last year for them on the, the one-year deal. And uh, I, th- I just thought it made too much sense for him to go anywhere else. So he's back in Chicago, a three-year, $80 million deal for Cody Bellinger to spend with the Cubs. I honestly thought he would get more than this. He is a Scott Boris client. He's known for the big contracts. But I guess no one was really willing to take that much of a risk on the guy. I mean, he had a great year last year, but the years leading up to that were not so great. So maybe they want to see if he can put a couple of good years together before really committing to a long-term deal. Yeah, but it also has opt-outs after every year, I believe. So exactly. So like if he has another year like he did last year, he can opt out, opt out and get paid again. Yeah. Same kind of thing if he does it in two years or so on and so forth. So it gives him some flexibility, whereas he's like, all right, I'll just, you know, and I mean, he's still getting, you know, $80 million or I mean, yeah, or it's still, still great. You know, it's still a good, like, I think it's a good deal for both sides because Cubs don't have to pay as much and Bellinger kind of gets that freedom, whereas, like, he could, like, even if it's, let's say, he could, you know, play really well this year, Cubs aren't doing that well. They could trade that contract easily, even with the opt-outs. He goes to a contender, and he can opt-out if he, let's say, you know, goes on a team, plays well, and they go deep into the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think that maybe teams around the league just want to see that he can put a couple of good seasons together before committing long-term to him. So, uh, yeah, you know, so he, if he if he has another good year this year, then he can opt out and be like, look, I put two back-to-back good years together now. Like, this is the kind of player I am. So someone signed me to a long-term deal. I mean, last year, he batted 307 with 26 home runs, 97 RBIs, and 881 OPS. So if he can do that or even close to that again, I think he'll get a, a bigger contract next offseason. But I like the move. I, I think the Cubs could be a good team. They got the new manager, Craig Council. Now they have Cody Bellinger coming back. I think they could be a good team this year. They could be a, a dark horse candidate in the NL Central. Uh, for the Yankees, a little bit of an injury report. Jason Dominguez took 20 swings off of a tee on Tuesday. It's the first swings that he's taken since he had Tommy John surgery. There's no current timeline for his return, but it could be around July. So he might have to miss the first half of the season, but could get him for the second half. Uh, coming back for the Yankees. Yeah, with a guy like him, you want to be, you know, who's so talented and is still your best prospect, you definitely want to be as cautious as possible. So I, I get that kind of approach for the Yankees. Yeah, you want to be cautious, and especially as young as he is. You know, you want to be cautious, yeah. get him back, uh, get him back healthy and get him back playing. And it's heavily invested because it's not like he was a draft pick. They, you know, had to pay, basically pay for him you know, as an international player. So they've, right. they've already invested millions into him. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So not they it, like they do with draft picks, but it's just a different kind of pace, pay thing, I should say. And uh, last thing rounding out our spring training updates and recaps for this week, former JMU star J- Chase DeLauder hit a massive home run for the Cleveland Guardians in their spring training game earlier this week against the A's. He's currently the fourth ranked prospect for the Guardians, according to MLB Pipeline, and you got to see this video. It's just a mammoth home run to right field. Uh, I, I think he came in as a substitution mid-game, 
and the announcers weren't even really talking about what was happening in the game at the moment. They were having a different conversation, and he just crushes this home run to right field, and they had to take notice of that. So uh, we'll be keeping an eye on him uh, throughout this uh, spring training and the season to see where he ends up uh, for the Guardians. Probably won't make the opening day roster, but you know he could get there pretty soon. Um, so Chase DeLauder from JMU, named to watch in the minor leagues this year. Yeah, that's cool to see, you know, someone local, uh, you know, hitting it big. And obviously a lot of great baseball has been played in the Commonwealth at the college level, and you're seeing it come, you know, come through the big league. Speaking of baseball in the Commonwealth at the college level, uh, there is a new team down in Danville. So, you know, we have the Appalachian League, which was a minor league, and now it's a collegiate summer league. Um, but apparently there's another collegiate summer league mostly based in north carolina called the old north state league and they have a new team expanding into virginia in danville called the danville dairy daddies hell yeah Uh, it's got to be one of the best names that i've seen in all levels of baseball in a while and the mascot uh you guys obviously you can't see what we're looking at but you can go look up danville dairy daddies and you got to look at their logo this is a cow with a very flirty look on its face. A shirtless cow wearing jeans, holding a baseball bat, and a very flirty look on its face. It's uh, it's quite interesting. Daddy what again? Dairy Daddies. Oh my god. So I haven't seen this logo until right now. <laughs> Holy crap. I will tell you this, someone is buying that hat, and that someone is Trey Lyle. <laughs> I believe the mascot's name is McCreamy. Also, if you ever decide to buy a shirt from the Dairy Daddies, the sizes are as follows. Instead of small, it's skim. Instead of a medium, it's 1%. A large is 2%. XL is whole. 2XL is creamy, and 3XL is extra creamy. See, they don't have a baseball hat. They have... Is this... Well, oh, there it is. Yes! Holy crap, I am buying this right now. (laughs) Trey's going to buy the hat right now. (laughs) Oh, shoot. i got to remember my hat size. All right, give me one second. Did you figure it out? I think so. I looked at my... uh, I looked at my my hat that is too big for me, and I'm going two sizes. I think that will be enough. All right. All right, there this you is, go. This is great radio. Check it out. Uh, yeah, check it out. Google the Danville Dairy Daddies. If you're ever down there in Danville, I've been there before. It's a it's it's a small little town down there. It's got a little bit going on in its Danville's downtown a, area. So so this might be a sub team of the Danville Otterbots, by the way. I think it, it they're kind of related. Um, they, this they're is, play I'm the on same the, field. I'm on the Danville Otterbots website. Yeah, they're they're kind of related. Uh, I don't know exactly how, but um, you know, go on down to Danville, check out a Dairy Daddy's game. Go to Ballad Brewing; it's a great brewery. Some good beer down there. Go to I an Otterbots game too. I actually know it. someone who works for for uh, Ballard. It's a good one. How about that. All right, I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Okay, so yeah, there are going to be two teams. All right, two teams in Danville. 
in the old North State League. Uh, I was actually just looking up the other teams in the old North State League. So they're mostly in North Carolina. You got teams like the Wake Forest Fungo, the High Point Hush Puppies, the Lexington Flying Pigs, uh, the Pineville Porcupines. My personal favorite, I think, though, is the Brunswick Surfing Turfs. Their logo is a bull wearing sunglasses. A lot of good stuff going on in the Old North State League. All right. I purchased it. Nice. <laughs> you got to wear it on the next episode. Well, we got to hope it gets there. It's five-day business days. It might be the next two episodes. <laughs> oh, man. You got to buy one. Come on. I might. I'll text I, you the link. Wait, I'll text which you one link. did you get? Because uh, I was I'll looking at them. I'll text you the one I bought. There was the I bought the official like team hat. Uh, I like I like this uh, that blue one. Oh, the, the blue trucker hat brand. Yeah. Or I'll the light that. blue one. Oh, the one on top. No, yeah. the trucker cap or the one that's like navy, wash navy. The uh, no, nah, you got to scroll down a little more. There's the light oh, blue. I see it now. Yeah, the Columbia blue. Yeah. Oh, there's one that's uh, you could buy with the. The cow, like the actual, like you know, cow print. I should have kept yeah. looking, but not. Nah, oh, oh my god, there's a shirt. There's a cute T-shirt that says "A Future Dairy Daddy." Oh, <laughs> uh, but I'm so hyped. This is, um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm just gonna tell. I should text my mom. My mom's gonna listen. I hope my mom listens to this. And it's like. Do you really spend your money on that? I'm like, Mom, I had to. <laughs> I'm glad that glad that we could provide this We're entertainment. Supporting a local business. Yeah, of course. So, of course. All right. Let's just hope they have better uniforms than uh major league baseball. <laughs> <laughs> hope so. All right. So that will end in entertaining. I hope everyone just stayed on for uh, that. That conversation was just for Matt and myself. But that that I hope everyone stayed on for that because that's the quality content you get here on the Foul Ball Area Podcast. As always, connect with us at Matkins News, at Trailow VT, at Foul Ball Area. Leave us that five-star review. Subscribe to wherever you get your podcast. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Foul Ball Area Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Foul Ball Area Podcast. Make sure to leave a review and a rating wherever you get your podcast, and subscribe so you get new episodes as soon as they come out.